We're doing it live. This is this is real this time. This is real this time. <laughs> Great. Yeah, you should uh, intro us into the podcast. Is that that's what you want me to do? Yeah, that's what I want you to do. Have you not listened? <laughs> I have. I'm a I'm a dedicated listener. I swear. I promise. I even rated it today. So wow. You know I'm you know I'm a real one. Yeah, you gave it a four, didn't you? No, I gave it a three. Okay, that checks out. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I don't want to, I don't want to boost your ego too much. So I need to be humbled. Exactly. Exactly. As long as we're on the same page. But yeah, um, I can do that for you if you want me to. You ready? Yeah, let's, uh, yeah, just do that. All right. Coming to you pre-recorded from Lucas's parents' basement. It's LA, Lucas Abreu in LA, Los Angeles with another episode of Do You Consider Us Friends? You stay classy, America. How about that? Yeah, that's great. Cool. Where, where does that one rank on the, the first nine of these? Um, you can be honest, I can take it. I'll say top half. Oh, cool. All right. That's better maybe, than I was expecting. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Let's top go with that Yeah. <laughs> okay, great. It's a, not, definitely not top, top 10. bottom three. Not definitely bottom three. Definitely top 10, yeah. <laughs> Good. Yeah. Good. CJ. Lucas. Do you consider us friends? Man, you know, I've thought long and hard about this one. Um, friends is a pretty strong term. Sure. Acquaintances, for sure. Friends, I, I mean, I don't know. So here's the deal. I would say I definitely consider you a friend. But the question is, do you consider me a friend? So I asked, yeah. you know, knowing that I barely cracked the top 10 here. Mm. Meanwhile, you were a groomsman in my wedding. That's true. So I don't know. I'm, I'm struggling a little bit. It, it essentially means that for me to be, you know, if we were going off the list of interviewees to this point, you'd have to have nine, I won't say groomsmen because you also interviewed Hope and Kelsey, but nine people in your wedding party for me to be included in that. So... You know, I'll open it to you now to, to respond, but that, that's where I'm at. I would say I most of the time consider us friends. <laughs> All right. You're just a real pain in my ass sometimes. Yeah. I mean, I get it. I get it. A lot of people feel similarly. So I, I yeah. appreciate you just being honest and, and putting that out there. You're needy. You always <laughs> want to see me when I'm in Columbus. Always want to spend time with me. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds more like you than me, but you know. Yeah, let's yeah. go through the text messages. Oh, <laughs> um, read read the receipts. All right. Yeah, if you want no, if you want to. I um I feel like I maybe not so much now, but back in the day, I considered myself friends with people very quickly. Yeah, I think still to this day now too. Mm-hmm. But I think I now have more of a distinction mm-hmm. between like people who I see as like a casual friend mm-hmm. and people that I like know know my life and I know theirs mm-hmm. and our, our, our where, lives are intertwined. Where do you draw the line in the sand there? Like how have you how have you come to the point of making that differentiation in in your mind? Yeah, I think like people that like if I like just randomly call them. Yeah. I, you know, I think that's like a distinction and not that like, okay. that's good. I mean, that's us. So yeah. that yeah. that's good to hear. Yeah. That's definitely a morale booster for you. You need it. <laughs> Energy's really low. Did. Energy's low. It's, it started rough, but you know, slowly, slowly making the climb up. Yeah. But I think, yeah, I don't know, like people that I see somewhat regularly or like keep in touch with or like, yeah. I don't know. I, I, 
it's tough because at this point, whenever I go back to Columbus, I don't see everyone every time, partially because I'm just there so often and partially just because over the course of time, like relationships have changed. And I think I've just like prioritized spending more time intentionally with a smaller group of people than trying Mm -hmm. to like see everyone. I get that. And so, yeah, yeah. Usually, like at like a shark party, or if we're you know watching <laughs> a, a football game, like right. wanting to invite people so I can like right. knock out a lot of birds with one large heavy stone. Yeah, but and it's like a lot. It's a lot of birds too. It's it's usually upwards of of twenty birds. It's a lot of birds. Yeah. Well, the, uh, last year when I was there in Columbus in August, I remember. I organized because I really wanted to go to a crew game and I got 19 <laughs> other people. You sure did. You sure did. <laughs> we yeah. took up an entire row. <laughs> I got 19 people to join me. The best part was we had to wait for all 19 of those people to meet at the same corner of the street before we could go into the stadium. Yeah, that was tough. <laughs> that was tough. And then like I let some people in, but I was like, oh, I got to wait for someone else. And like, yeah. And then I, I wasn't there for kickoff, which is... Right. You know what? I uh, that's not why I'm there. That's just true servant leadership from you. Exactly. But I remember Mason was like, "Yeah, I haven't seen CJ since last time you were in town." Yeah. <laughs> and I feel like you just bring the people together. Honestly. Yeah. You're you're, you're an includer. Yeah, I think I'm an includer because I just have so much FOMO. Yeah. That it's like if I include everyone and in everything, <laughs> then you can't miss out on any of it. Exactly. Yeah. There's no possible yeah. chance that they <laughs> do something without me. <laughs> Like that's that's not allowed. That's not allowed. When I'm in town, it's me. Yeah, that's that's right. That's a good approach, honestly. I might yeah. I might subscribe to that going forward. Yeah, especially if I'm in town for three weeks at a time. Like, right? Sorry, you have your own ten months. Yeah. Of the two or three visits I get, I get two. I get two. <laughs> but yeah, so I we met. Wow, it's been seven years now. That's crazy. Can you believe that? Seven years and a couple months. But who's counting? Apparently you are. You're welcome. Thank you. Seriously. Thank you. Yeah. Without me, you may be married, but maybe to the wrong woman. <laughs> probably probably not to the woman I am now. I knew I knew you were gonna start. If not start, I knew this was gonna be a a, a pretty quick topic of conversation on, on this pod. Yeah. So I just gotta say, I think yes, obviously. You know, we're friends. I've known you for now over seven years. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for actually answering that question. You, <laughs> I had to clarify. You truthfully had not yet. So <laughs> thank you for saying yes, because I was uh, kind of on the edge of my seat there waiting for a response. Sure. Going from matchmaker and manipulator yeah. and hopeless romantic, living vicariously <laughs> through other people. Yeah. You've been great. You've been great at that, by the way. Thank you. Thank you. To being a Grimsman. Yeah. I'm honored to be a part of your story. Oh, that means a lot. But let's not talk about Taylor because this is you. This is oh, your, she'll okay. get her episode. Oh, she'll get really? her episode. Really? I didn't know that. I didn't know she was uh, she was on the ranks. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I consider her a friend. She's not my friend's wife. <laughs> she is your <laughs> friend, too. Yeah. That's great. I'm glad, I'm glad you view her that way. Yeah, conversation with her ends now. All right, right, right. right. We'll table that for now. Yep, deal. But, yeah, what was your first impression of me? Because you, at the time, were... You were so old. <laughs> and I was like, what, 20? You, I couldn't even drink. No. Okay, that that is true. You could not drink. Because I remember we went out for your 21st birthday at Hamptons, right? Literally right across from Puzzles. Yeah. And that was yeah. my second senior year, which... Yeah. Okay, so yeah, so I was going into my second senior year that summer, which ergo, I was old. Yeah. Yeah. And your knees were already like hurting. Yeah, and they they still are. They haven't gotten any better. They've definitely gotten worse in the last in the last seven years. 
Yeah. What do you remember about that summer? What do you remember about your first impression of me? Yeah. So my first impression of you was actually even before, uh, before we actually went out to Colorado and I met you that summer. So I remember, I remember a Facebook group had started, um, maybe like the month or so leading up to, to us venturing out West to Colorado and, you know, naturally started scrolling through and seeing who else was going to be accompanying me on this journey and came across looking for the single woman you know i yeah i can't lie that was that was part of it uh i wish i wish i could say differently but that that was part of it sure how can it not be part of it right i mean for sure <laughs> can't i remember coming across your profile picture somebody else was in it who i i don't remember and i don't think it was someone that was out there that summer but anyways just based on the pose in your profile picture and I can I can admit this now, but I instantly instantly judged you based on that picture, and I was like, man, classic. <laughs> I was like, man, this guy, this this is one of the guys that I'm gonna have to potentially spend the summer with. Little did I know that we would be in the same, you know, the same group, and he would be leading our group. But yeah, classic classic me, you know, being a jerk in that sense. But then also classic God in the sense that he you know, took my uh, stupid judgment and turned that into literally one of my best friends. So God works in mysterious ways. And that was definitely, <laughs> definitely one of them. And there's, I, you know, kind of hate admitting it, but there's been other, you know, scenarios where I've, I've caught myself just, you know, instantly, you know, judging someone, uh, preconceived notion, whatever, just from a, a silly thing, like a, you know, like a picture. And a lot of times God ends up revealing to me that, you know, there's one, a lot of good in, in those people, but then two, somehow, you know, in those situations, a lot of times those people be, end up becoming great friends. Um, so that's a true blessing and a grace from God. But yeah, that, so I guess that wasn't truly my first impression. Cause again, that was before I met you, but yeah, upon meeting you, I'm trying to think of our true first interaction. I guess it was when you know, they kind of brought us all together in the chapel and then broke us out into, into our teams for the summer. And I remember you, you named our team for us. Uh, um, I'm blanking on, oh, basic brothers and sisters in Christ. Yeah. And like nobody else was coming up with a team name. You definitely had this one like filed away. You were ready to, to whip it out and you're like, all right, we're going to be B-A-S-I-C, brothers and sisters in Christ. Yeah. And in that moment, I was like, oh, that's like a little cringe. But at the same time, I get what he's going for. So I was opening up, I guess, to you at, you know, at that point. Yeah. Yeah. I'd love to say that it was intentionally cringe. <laughs> I think if I were to come up with that now, absolutely. But at the time, I, tough to say. Yeah. Tough to say. Yeah. So, but yeah, I, I don't know. I don't remember a specific memory. I just remember that. A couple specific memories, but go ahead, go ahead. Well, the specific first memory. Okay, fair. Of yeah, I don't remember any of those. Yeah, but I just remember we hung out a lot. Sure did. I think us being Cavs fans and <laughs> them being in the playoffs yeah. helped tremendously. Definitely did. And I remember the not the come drop buttons. <laughs> Eat me. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that's one of my my most uh, revisited videos on my phone for sure. Good. Good. Yeah. As it should be. Yeah. Yeah. That summer I had a lot of just pictures of you on my Snapchat. Lovely. Yeah. With my, uh, my gruesome beard and all. Yeah. He tried. <laughs> I tried. <laughs> I did try. It hasn't been much more successful since, since that summer. Unfortunately, we're still not able yeah. to fully grow it in where it needs to. So what does the Cavs championship in 2016 mean to you? Wow. Yeah. I mean, I made an entire Facebook post just dedicated to to like basically a whole season recap. 
uh, that summer. Mm. That's, that's saying a lot because a lot of my posts at the time were, you know, mountains and scripture and uh, song lyrics from from Christian songs. And so to to dedicate an entire post to the Cavs season and championship, um, I think that that says a lot about what it what it means to me and where you know where it stands uh, in kind of the the events of my life. I guess I'll say one it, it it just had to work out that way like the one the one summer I wasn't in Ohio of course a Cleveland team would win a championship like yeah that's how it's going to go for sure and then you know couldn't make it back for the parade that was the one time all summer I I was wishing I was in Cleveland instead of Colorado yeah so it would have you know it I won't lie it would have been more enjoyable I think to be in Cleveland or in Columbus to to be Absolutely, with a ton yeah. of Cavs fans and getting to celebrate that, you know, with them. But I guess the next best thing was going to the to that random lodge. Yeah, I slid on the floor like a penguin. You sure did. It was it was perfect. Yeah, it was a great moment. I threw my hat across the room and then for whatever reason decided to run after it and retrieve it and put it back on my head before before proceeding to celebrate more. As one does. As one does. Naturally. Yeah. So yeah, that was I mean, that was a, a great moment. No other way to put it. Fifty two years without a championship. I had not you know, you and I had never seen a Cleveland championship in our lifetime. It's true. We may never see another one at this rate. Yeah. It's already been seven years and you know, we haven't really gotten close in any of the sports other than uh, we don't need to talk about the Indians at the time, uh in twenty sixteen, just a few months after. That was devastating. But Yeah. Uh, I remember we watched we, we went up to, to Progressive Field to stand yeah. outside yeah. And, and like watch <laughs> the Jumbotron <laughs> outside the stadium to watch yeah. the game. Yeah. So unnecessary. I remember it was also because this was 2016, 17. Yeah. And it was the year that D Rose was on the Knicks and it was opening night Knicks at Cavs. <laughs> and so it was like a right. dual dual watch party. Yeah. yeah. I remember we, we, and we watched. The uh the Cavs ring ceremony too. Yep, J.R. Smith just bawling. Yeah, tears of joy. Sure, it was an amazing sight. Beautiful sight. I just wish that the uh the Cleveland baseball team had won. Have you considered not being in Ohio for a summer? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, that technically did. Ooh, actually, I was gonna say it technically did happen after I graduated when I went to Chicago, but I wasn't there for a whole summer i was in ohio in 2017 until i moved out there in july of 2017 to chicago and then moved back to columbus in june of 2018 so i didn't even make it a year in chicago so that was truly my only summer outside of ohio was was our lt summer in colorado so you're right i guess i need to spend an entire summer somewhere else for it to happen again yeah just come on out to la it's sunny your brother's out here it's true we'll have a good time yeah so are you, what are you doing? Are you still working remotely? What are you doing for work right now? Still working remotely. Um, yeah, this, I get this question a lot, what I do for work and I'm probably not the best at explaining it. My job's somewhat. Yeah, no, no need to brag. No need to, I know it's not that cool. No, it's, it's really not that cool. <laughs> it's kind of nebulous. Um, but I mean, I've had, I've had friends in Columbus for years that are still like, wait, so what do you do for work? And Taylor, my wife describes it as basically being the Chandler from the show Friends where literally, you know, they've been friends with them for, for years and years, but they don't know what he does for work. Yeah. And so I'm, I am notoriously the Chandler of the friend group, mm. um, but to give you the, the quick and dirty on what I do. So I work for a consulting firm in Columbus. Um, Let's keep this short. <laughs> yeah. So uh work for a consulting firm in Columbus. They do like uh, management and technology consulting. I'm on the technology side doing data analytics, 
uh, which there's kind of a lot of different avenues there, but I, I more so focus on uh, the front end side of things. So like dashboard development. Um, so Tableau is the, the big software that we use at my company. We're like a partner with them. So I do some of the technical work, but I'm getting more into the the project management side of things, yeah. which I think I enjoy that more. I know I don't want to do the technical stuff forever. I don't love kind of keyboarding everything, sitting behind my my laptop screen 24-7. Would like to, you know, be more on the, the people management side of things if I were to stay. But that, that again, is kind of the, the Reader's Digest version of some of what I do. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be honest. I, I'm, I'm, I'm still not sure I understand. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I'm not sure I understand either. So yeah, but it sounds like it pays well. It sounds like it pays well, probably. You know, it, it, it does pay the bills. So I, I can be grateful for that. Yeah. I don't love work from home at this point. It's had some benefits just with the issues we've had with homeownership over the last year. So mm. being able to be available for that stuff has, has been a plus, but that's one of the few pluses at, at this point, I'd say. Yeah. Yeah, I was wanting to ask. I went in August. Yeah, visited. You did checked out the spot. Yeah, little backyard barbecue. Eric came over. Eric came over. Podcasty number one was here in the flesh. Yep, you know how it is. What? How? How has it been? How's it been? A being a homeowner and B being a homeowner of a very problematic home. <laughs> Man, yeah. Um, well, generally hard, I'd say especially given that it's been a problematic home. There were some things going into it that we knew of, thankfully, that we had fixed and, you know, took care of kind of pretty soon after we moved in. Not to say that was, uh, you know, a piece of cake by any means. I mean, we had to have contractors come back out multiple times to to do things right. And usually, you know, begrudgingly on their part, they they didn't love the calls they'd get for me, asking them to, you know, do the work that, that we paid them to do. Yeah. Which... You'd think they'd be okay with that, but um, yeah, they weren't. So dealing with that the first few months, um, thought we were kind of over the hump in the fall and winter. And then, you know, what's usually the best day of the year, Christmas Day, turned into an absolute nightmare when our pipes burst after that crazy Arctic freeze that we had in kind of all throughout Ohio where we had minus 30 or 40 degree wind chills and stuff. And yeah, our little house didn't stand a chance with our kitchen sink pipes running right through this overhang that we have in the back of our house. That's the side of the house that gets just slammed with wind and, and rain and everything. So we came home Christmas night to a flooded kitchen and water pouring down into our basement. And I inevitably and uh, immediately lost my mind, as as you can probably imagine. Meanwhile, Tay is the calm, proactive one in the situation and ran and grabbed some towels, which somehow ended up being enough to kind of sop up the water that had gotten into our kitchen at least. Yeah. And I kind of just sat there for a few minutes, hands in my head, in disbelief, didn't really know what to do. Um, it was it was a truly traumatic experience, if I'm, if I'm being honest, and something that I had, for some reason, like almost anticipated could or would happen, and I don't know why, but um, so I was really anxious about it for like months just thinking like basically worst case scenario, which this ended up being worst case scenario. <laughs> like there's, yeah. there's few things that are worse than that. Like your house could burn down. That's definitely, that's probably number one in terms of homeownership. Having a big flood or leak is, I would argue, number two. So it wasn't as bad as it could have been, but it was the next worst thing. Yeah. Yeah. I would argue number two is a tornado tearing through it. 
but yes, top three, okay. top three for sure. Definitely top three, definitely top three, yeah. which is better than where I landed in the podcast list of top 10. So yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I want yeah. you to know your place. I want, I want you to know that <laughs> I care for you and I love you, but like not yeah, too, but much. like not a ton. Yeah. There's a healthy amount for sure. I respect that. I, I appreciate the honesty. We need, we need more honest people in this world. So, you know, I, I can take it. You know, you, all right, you can take it. So if we're being honest, <laughs> give it to me when I'm in Columbus. Yeah. No more loops. Oh man! All right. I, I just don't want to go. Dang, man! Eric and I, Eric would be disappointed by that statement too. Eric and I are, are loops. I fans, understand, and I don't, I don't get the hate that you have against loops. It's a fine establishment, like maybe not the best, but it's, I mean, better than BT Bop in my opinion. See, that's wrong, <laughs> and that's fine. You can be wrong. That's you're allowed to have your your opinion. What What exactly is it that you have against loops? I just like. Whenever I go there, I, I normally only do we, need, do we need to explain do we need to explain loops to the listeners? Yeah. So for the two people that listen to this podcast. <laughs> the two of the two of you. So for anyone who isn't from Columbus and they don't know what loops is, loops is this trash restaurant. Now it's it, it's a it's a sandwich shop, right? It's just a sandwich shop that serves really good fries. I don't know, like how would you describe loops? Kind of Mediterranean, kind of not. Absolutely not Mediterranean by any stretch of the imagination. No. Okay, because it's not like they have euros and other <laughs> stuff like and like falafel, right? No, that, so it's not at all Mediterranean. It's not. I mean, it's it's not like they're not going for Mediterranean. Like maybe it's a play off of Mediterranean in some ways, and in the sense that they're like you know making wraps and things, but. But it's with falafel and lamb euro. There's no 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 no. There is no falafel. There is. Show me. I'll pull up the menu right now, and you will not see falafel on the menu. I get all my life. Really? You bet. Do you bet on this podcast? Yeah. Yeah, I'm typing right now. Loops Columbus menu. All right. Let's see what they say. I I would not classify it as Mediterranean by by any stretch. I you have. It's, they literally have Zanikopita. I don't know what that means. They, they have a falafel wrap. Because it says falafel. They have a Greco, they have a Greco salad. They have a Greco salad. <laughs> with green oh, vinaigrette. What man. is happening? All right. Well, they have Euro rolls. Maybe. 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 It is, it is, they, have a, they, have a, they have a favorite, one of their favorite sandwiches. Not only is extra tzatziki a dollar, they have one called Greek Town. They have one called Kronos. Like wow. I ju- they, they've fed a fire. How have you not realized this? I don't know how I've been. I, I really don't know how I've been so uh, so far off the mark here. I guess, but that's that's my bad. I can admit it when I'm wrong. They have hummus and hot ziki. And I was wrong. Uh, you know what? I won't dig in. They have baklava. I won't dig into you anymore. Okay, but do you know? But do you know why it's called loops? Do you know why it's called loops? Because the food throws you in for a loop. I don't Abs- know. Absolutely not. No, so it's called Loops because so a lot of their a lot of their stuff is more like Chicago inspired. Yeah. Um. So like the Italian beef, they have like a Chicago dog sandwich or something there. So it's called Loops because of the loop in downtown Chicago where the L, the you know the public transportation train runs through the center of the city and makes a loop. Sure. So, anyways, that's the history behind the name of Loops, which you know, for me, made me think that no, this can't be Mediterranean; it's Americanized beef. But I was, uh, you know, proven wrong by by Google. You know what's the worst part? You know what's the worst part about all this? Tell me. I used to go with the Lake Street Barbecue, and... right? 
choice of protein, yeah, barbecue sauce, pita, you know, top of some fries. I get no diced tomatoes. I get the poppy slot, right? That's the move. It's a good one. And then I had watched The Bear mm-hmm. and was like, oh, Italian beef, Guy Fieri approved? Right. Hold on a minute. <laughs> what did I do? I ordered the Italian beef. And? I've never been more let down in my life. No. You can't be Mediterranean and Chicagoan and just and then, and, and then not deliver. Which is why I felt they were just Chicagoan because every time I go there, I I was literally only gone for the Italian beef. And so I'm like, okay, Chicago, there it is. I've never even seen these other options like Greek. He literally says Greek town. Gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Dang Holy it. Greek vinaigrette. Like That's insane. I'm such an idiot. Wow. Yeah. I just had a one-track mind. I've been so focused on the guy. <laughs> the guy Fury approved Italian beef that... That's, that's all I get. Yeah. Also, it makes me question, like, he approved this? Like, yeah. it was, uh, again, like, The Bear is a fictionalized television show. Yeah, baby. But Instagram does show it real restaurants with some real good Italian beefs. Yeah, and they have- and When you dip it in the au jus and you're just like, yeah, give me, give me this. True. Right? With the little peppers in it. Like, I expected deliciousness. Yeah. And like, not, not that the bun has to be toasted- but it can't be not toasted and still be crunchy, like stale crunchy. Yeah, but you also don't want it. You also don't want a soggy bun either. So I don't. I don't know. What you... Oh, but I do when I dip it in the au jus. Well, I guess. I mean, yeah, that's the only reason you want it soggy. You don't want it soggy before that point, though. If it if it's served to you soggy, like I'm asking some questions. If it's served to me at all, I'm asking questions. <laughs> well, all right, then we can. We From can... now on, I'll go. I'll, if you want loops, I'll go. I'll just I'll get I'll get two orders of the fries with some barbecue sauce. No, you know what? I I don't I don't want you to go if you don't want to go because you're just gonna bring down the vibe of loops for me and Eric. And honestly, we we don't need that. So we'll just we'll cave and we'll continue to go to BB Pop even though that place is just a poor man's. It's not even a poor man's Chipotle. I don't even know what I call it. I mean, it's like it's a Korean Chipotle, right? But it's but it's so much worse. It's so much worse. It's factually incorrect. Also, bibimbap is like also a thing, more so than whatever Chipotle serves. Right. So like, I don't know. Is Chipotle a Mexican bibimbap? Is Chipotle a Mexican Subway? <laughs> I mean, that that's a fair argument right there. Subway really started this whole phenomenon. Is Subway just a sandwich salad bar? Ooh. You're asking the deep questions on this podcast. I, I appreciate it. Yeah, and we'll we'll get into some more deep questions when we get back from this break. That's right. Boom. Imagine you have a job. Kind of tough for me to do right now, so I really need you to focus, okay? Let's say your job is exciting, and you really want to communicate how exciting it is, but you don't know how to do it. Or maybe you have a really boring or confusing job, and people keep asking you, hey, what is it that you do? Maybe you want to try to explain it, or you just want to make it sound so boring so quickly that they leave you alone, whatever it is you're looking for. CJ is an expert. I mean, can you tell from what it was he was saying on the podcast? I can tell because I wasn't really listening. He lost me pretty early on, but I promise you, promise you, if you talk to CJ, he will make whatever it is you want happen. That is my guarantee okay so reach out to cj asap i promise you will not regret it
Um, so right. would, and would, we're back. Would, <laughs> wait, you gotta, you gotta redo that. You gotta redo that. All right. And we're back. So would now be a good time for me to go to the bathroom or should I have done oh that like during the break? Oh my what, God. What, just what go. Just, just stop okay. wasting my time. Just All go. right. I'll be, I'll be right back. Okay. Sorry. Okay. Okay. My God. <laughs> Let's all right. just all right and okay just, but now i'm actually gonna go, go. but now yeah, i'm actually just, gonna go just actually go pee. okay <laughs> i'm gonna keep my airpods in though you're gonna keep your airpods in okay let's uh oh my wife's in the bathroom oh that sucks no chance you have just one hey listener it's me lucas i'm just waiting on cj you know what that means me and you we get some one-on-one time just talk about life how it's going what we're up to i want to hear from you yeah i want to hear from you i don't know just text me if you're listening to this right now text me a hello how you doing we'll catch up we'll talk it'll be great i want to know where you're at i want to know what it is you're doing i want to i want to i want to know how it is you're feeling not only listening to this podcast, but just in life. Know what I mean? Oh, he's back. Wow, that was lengthy. What was lengthy? Uh, more so your, uh, just your, whatever you were doing right there. Not, not, not me. You heard that all? I heard all of it. Yeah. No, you didn't. I swear I did. Yeah. I don't buy it. <laughs> Yeah, I heard your entire monologue there while I was relieving myself. I don't buy it. Okay, you don't have to. It's it's facts. I can spit it all back to you if you want me to. Nope. Nope. Great. Nope. Great. Um, Moving on, we're back. I I feel ten times better. Thank you for allowing me to do that. That was that was a gift. Yeah, you dropped what like four pounds off. Uh, I usually don't pee quite that much, so no. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> whatever. Whatever. Yeah. You. Uh. Yeah. You wanted to ask me a question. My question is: When are we going to hear some podcast episodes with LA friends? Because um, at this point, I've heard some names thrown around. I've heard Zach. I've heard Hannah. But I've never heard them talk or seen their faces or really anything to know that they actually exist. So I'm starting to question their legitimacy. Yeah, they're actually fictionalized. Okay. I had that suspicion. And I'm going to take this opportunity to come clean. Go ahead. Go ahead. This is a safe space. Please do. No, I uh, I think that I will have LA friends soon enough. Hit. Soon enough. Okay. Soon can mean a lot of things for a lot of people. What does soon mean in this regard? Soon, I would say like top 50. <laughs> yeah. Somewhere in the first year of this podcast. Okay. I'm sure I'll interview someone from Los Angeles. Okay, great. Yeah. Okay. I mean, no, that, make, um, that makes sense. How does it feel knowing that you think you're better than everyone else because you play disc golf? <laughs> <laughs> just just on the fact that I play. Like, not even whether I'm good or not, just because I play yeah, in general. But because you play, like, do you think... Wow. I know that you feel like you're better than other people because of it. Yeah. So how does that make you feel in turn? Mm-hmm. And just uh, just to yeah. clarify again, like not better at them at disc golf necessarily, just better than them. Correct. Because you play disc golf. Yeah. You know you're better. Right. Or so you think. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like the natural answer to that is feeling superior, mm-hmm. which 
I guess, again, because I play disc golf, naturally I am superior than, than other people, regardless of what they do, what their hobbies are, interests, occupations, careers. Disc golf just makes you better. So if you're not playing disc golf, my question would be why. My second question would be why again. You're really missing out on a lot of life lessons and a lot of opportunities to grow, um, expand your horizons and boundaries a little bit. Be a little uncomfortable because sometimes you have a bad, you know, a bad tee shot. It ends up in the weeds or in the stream and you don't have a choice but to play it where it lies. So you're you're just in there in the elements, figuring it out as you go. So I, I definitely encourage really everyone to get out there and give it a try and see what it does. You know, not just for them physically, but from a kind of mental and resilience standpoint too. Well, you just develop a lot of a lot of good, you know, life skills along the way. So that turned that turned uh, a bit of a different direction into you know me more as a life coach than feeling better than than everyone else. But I think they're kind of related too. Yeah, somehow you made disc golf sound really boring. What got you into <laughs> it in the first place? The first, the first thing that got me into it was um, me coming to to terms with the fact that I was not a, a good actual golfer. Mm, that's yeah, tough. Yeah, it, it was, and it took me a while to admit that uh, to myself because um, I played golf in high school. Believe it or not. Sure. And then I do, I do believe that. Yeah, yeah. I strike you as a golf guy with the way you dress. Mm, thank you. Thank you. I take that as a compliment. So thank you. You don't have to. <laughs> okay. I won't. But then, yeah, in college, you know, didn't have time to play golf as much. Uh, Ohio State had a disc golf course on West Campus. And so I was intrigued. Um, bought a few discs, went out with a couple of my, um, I think it was freshman year. We'll say it was freshman year roommates over to West Campus, tried it out, uh, enjoyed, you know, some of the similarities to actual golf. One, being outside. I love being outside. Um, two, aiming at a target. Um, if you're not aiming at a target in all aspects of life, what, what are you doing? So this is a, a good way to put that onto, you know, put life lessons onto the sports field. And yeah, just the feeling of, you know, letting go of the disc, watching it fly upwards of, for me, you know, 50 feet in the air. I'm kidding. It goes a little further than that, thankfully, but seeing it fly and soar. Yeah, no, 50 feet sounded like a lot. So. Yeah, it's actually not like... Most holes are somewhere between, I don't know, three and 400 feet. And I'd say most drives of mine are somewhere around 200. This is from prior experience. I actually haven't played it all this year, but. What? Yeah, believe it or not. So I think, I think it's been good for me. I feel uh, less superior. Some might even say inferior to other people at this point mm. because of my lack of, of disc golfing. But it has actually turned back into real golfing now. And I would like to think I've improved since high school overall. So yeah, I don't know. You know, maybe that maybe that swung the pendulum a little too far the other way where from superiority in disc golf to now feeling superior because of real golf. And I think that's more dangerous if I'm being honest. Yeah, exactly. Yep. <laughs> can I can I ask another question? Or is this oh a is this a good point or for that? Or I would be honored for you to ask another question. Well, okay. Awesome. I don't think I've ever I don't think I've ever asked you this question. And it's kind of a common question, I guess, but as far as I know, it definitely hasn't been asked on this pod. Who would you say is your hero and why? LeBron James. No. no. <laughs> Thing is, I knew that was going to be your answer. Even if it wasn't serious, I knew that was going to be your yeah. first answer. So I was going to give the the caveat of uh, it can't be LeBron, but uh, sure. Yeah. Well, two funny things. Well, one not so funny thing and one funny thing. 
he honestly, like, besides on the court stuff, where he's obviously excelled in everything he's done. Right. He also has never really had any drama off the court. He's been a good parent. As far as we know. As far as we know. He's Or he's, or he's really good at hiding it, but as or, far or as... Or he's elite at hiding it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but like all the stuff that he does for Akron and giving yeah. back to that community. Yeah. Shout out 330 the hometown. Amen. Uh, the way he has impacted Cleveland and Ohio. Yeah. And I mean, the only thing that like... I don't like about him is that he did the decision and even then he raised a ton of money for boys and girls club. Mm -hmm. So, so we'll give him that, but yeah, um, we don't, you know, we don't need to bring that, you know, back into yeah. the forefront of my mind. I cried that night and I don't, I don't want to go back there. Yeah. Um, did you burn a Jersey? I, I didn't burn actually. Let me think. I feel like, yes, I definitely burnt a witness shirt I had and some other things, um, wow. which looking back on it, that was angsty teen CJ doing dumb stuff. But yeah, yeah. Do I regret it? I don't know. Mildly, but at the same time, in the moment, it felt really good. So yeah, good. There's a lot of things that feel really good in the moment that ultimately aren't good for you. So that that might that may have been one of those things. I did in middle school, right? That LeBron was my hero, mm -hmm. and when I told my parents, my dad was like heartbroken. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, rightfully, rightfully so. And my mom was like, "Wow, like it's not your dad." Yeah. <laughs> He, he's, oh, he's a very sacrificial father so yeah so so um, would you say he's your hero then i i love him i admire him i mean yeah like i would say yes he is a hero yeah. but i would say in, in the question it is you are asking living yes no um, okay well hopefully he's not listening to these or maybe or maybe i don't know i mean i probably i mean i i don't think i would say my dad's my hero personally yeah I don't know if I have an answer to that question off the top of my head, but that's why I asked you. So, yeah. Yeah. I would say, I mean, I've got like a couple like writing heroes. Mm -hmm. Mike Sure, who I've talked about on the podcast. I guess I missed that episode, but yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, it was the Kurt episode. Oh, so. I did miss that episode. Okay. That's like one of eight I haven't listened to yet. Yeah, I mean, that checks out. I honestly wouldn't listen to any more. <laughs> are you? Just stream yours on loop. Probably not even going to listen to my own. No, I'm not even going to listen to it. Wow. I don't blame <laughs> you. You lived it once. You know what I mean? Yeah. What's the point? Right, exactly. Yeah, I would say, like, he inspired me to be a TV writer, specifically wanted to do comedy. <laughs> Vince Gilligan with Breaking Bad, like, also inspired me. He inspired me. I think I just love with like breaking bad for example this this duality of like morals and like yeah, dealing with gray space and stuff and yeah um, that is a great that is a great show i must and say i do think that by the end of it it's like pretty black and white of like <clears throat> walt is a bad person doing a bad thing right but it opens with you know can a guy who wants to just be noticed and be recognized for his brilliance and he's trying to do something for his family the concept of that regardless of how the show evolved the concept of that right. is, is really interesting i think that that it's relatable follows through with with better call saul <laughs> um and not to spoil the ending but it does like i think tackle the same question with a different answer which is awesome for it boots riley who did start to bother you and i am a virgo okay not familiar with either of those but i'll take your word for it yeah very surreal and i think that really opened up my eyes to what filmmaking and what writing can be without it having to be necessarily just grounded or too grounded in reality, like you can still say something about our society or our culture, our world, our lives, us as individuals through symbolism or through surrealism it, that explores human reality through something that is not real. So that, mm -hmm. I'd say like 
I'm sure, I mean, I've got so many more too. Yeah. I don't want to bore you with them right now, but yeah, yeah. I mean, honestly, that was that was more than I expected. So thanks for you know elaborating and expanding on that. That was insightful for me. I learned more about you today. Classic CJ and Lucas, just yeah. Lucas giving way more than he's getting. <laughs> it's been a deal since day one. On a side note, I remember maybe maybe this was like wrong, not wrong, but like true. This like faux. What's the word I'm looking for? I don't know, but I'm definitely listening now. I wasn't listening the first like 40 minutes of this, but now I'm listening. How could I blame you? Yeah. Not that like it was necessarily a fake vulnerability but i think that like i did feel like the way in which i communicated with other people within the church i felt this responsibility to project myself in such a way that was i think accurate but like vulnerable not to a fault i don't know if that necessarily exists but like i think i over spiritualized things yeah that said i remember that summer I mean, probably pretty early on into us hanging out, like I shared something with you that I hadn't shared with like anyone else. And I'm going to share it now on the podcast. No. Wow. (laughs) It's like, all right, let's let's go there. No, But I remember just like feeling like you heard me, you saw me. Yeah. You, not that you had, not that I had committed any kind of sin against you, but like you forgave me and like made me feel like, I don't want to say that it was okay necessarily, but like that, yeah, yeah, I don't know. You maybe feel that it was okay. Like it, you know, the world still spins, mm. our lives move on. And like, you appreciated me sharing that. Yeah. And I feel like that similar to like what someone shared at your rehearsal dinner at your wedding, <clears throat> how even if we go months without talking, yeah. even if we go, you know, trip to trip of me in Ohio without us talking in between, like we can pick up right back where we left off. Really? So yeah, I appreciate that in you, yeah. in your relationship uh, and your friendship because yeah, I don't know. I feel like it can be very easy to be surface level. <laughs> and like, I think there's a lot of value in that too. It's good to talk about, you know, the state of the Cavs or <laughs> Ohio state football. Yeah. You know, like it, it, yeah. it's good to talk it's about these things. Common things you can connect on, but but yeah, yeah. I um yeah, go ahead. But that said, I feel like I also never feel forced to like open up. Really? Whenever I do open up, it feels like out of a desire. Whether it's like me trusting you, or it's me like wanting advice, or just knowing that I can share something, and you'll either listen or pretend to be listening. <laughs> And that makes you feel good. So yeah, so so, so thank you. I, def- I definitely am listening in, in those moments. I, I truly am listening. Yeah. Well, I, I really appreciate you saying that. I didn't I didn't expect to get uh emotional or, or sentimental on on this on this pod, but but here we are and um I definitely I definitely feel like you've answered the question of, you know, do do you consider me your friend? It feels like it feels like you do. Yeah. So thank you for, for putting a bow on that. To answer the question. Yeah. You are my hero. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. I would make a I would make a poor hero at best. At best. Yeah. So don't yeah, don't don't let me be your hero. Let Jesus be okay. your hero. Amen. Yes. That was the answer you were looking for, and I failed. <laughs> it honestly wasn't when I even like thought of the question in my head, but um, you know, that would be that would be maybe the uh expected Christian response, but it's okay to have, you know. I guess secular heroes in, in some regards too. So, yeah. Oh, also your bachelor party. Yeah, that was a great time. Yeah. Um, Other than the fact that uh, you, you you didn't participate with us in possibly the most fun part, but we don't we don't have to we don't have to talk about that. Oh wait wait oh the the the, the rope. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh no, yeah. we're absolutely talking about this. <laughs> okay, oh, I didn't know. People, I didn't know if you want to talk about it, but here we are. Oh, we'll talk are you about it. Me? Okay, so l- l- let me set the yeah, scene. Okay. Set the scene for us. So here's the scene. Imagine you're in Indianapolis. You're having a swell time with CJ and his friends on his bachelor. It's hard to imagine having a swell time in Indianapolis, but we we managed to do it. We did it. We well, for the most part, we managed to do it. <laughs> and we're like, you know, we're drinking beers and we're having mm. a good time. And not too many. More beers. Not too many. Yeah, not too many. You gotta be <laughs> careful. Especially, especially when Lucas just turned twenty-one. Yeah, in twenty nineteen, I just <laughs> I've been twenty-one for the last five, six oh. years now. Wow. Yeah, but at that yeah. point, it was only like two years. But anyways. You didn't know your limits yeah. at that point, so it was weird. I, I did know my limits. Right in dangerous waters. I did know my limits. All right. Oh, go ahead. Continue. Anyway, CJ is like, hey, hey guys, let's like let's like do this ropes course. It wasn't even my idea. I didn't plan the weekend, but it was a great idea, so can't take credit for it, but it was a blast. You wouldn't know, but it was a blast. And it was. <laughs> but they were like, they were like, hey, like there's like a weight limit on this thing. I'm like, oh, like I'm well, probably fine, right? <laughs> Like, oh, like, oh, I fit into the harness. I'm good. I was not good. <laughs> oh, man. I, you were like, you were way behind me. Like, I, I was towards the front, and I think you were maybe towards the back. So I don't remember at what point you, you know, what obstacle you couldn't uh, traverse. Oh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember exactly what it was. <laughs> yeah. So, and, and I think one of the first two zip lines. Because the first one was like super small. Yes. But the second yes. zip line. Yeah, the, the second, second one was line, legitimately scary. I landed maybe 20 to 30 feet before the landing oh area. Oh my God. Like before the big cargo net, right? Or, like, or whatever the padding was on the ground. Like it was still dirt. Oh, okay. But because of my weight, it like pulled the thing down. And so I landed way too early. And then I was like, oh no, but this is fun. This is fun. I mean, for CJ, we're having a good time. I paid for this. <laughs> he did. It was like 50 bucks a person. It, it was not cheap. <laughs> and yeah you, yeah, you did not get the return on in, on investment like the rest of us did, unfortunately. Like we, we basically ended up paying like a dollar a minute probably is what it came out to. You paid yeah. like $25 a minute. Exactly. I I remember though, because so many of the guys, not even so many, all the guys were like very supportive. Which like when you're crawling on a net, moving horizontally like a little spider, it's like very encouraging. Also like demoralizing, yeah. So demoralizing because it's like I know that they're out here supporting me, and they all mean well. But like there is a world in which this is embarrassing and they just feel bad for me <laughs> but we continue on i end up climbing up this like super sketchy ladder Lizard. which again sketchy because of me not because of the ladder itself for sure yeah and so i climb up this ladder i'm at the top and there's this like little bridge where every plank is maybe like a foot and a half wide half an inch deep and two <laughs> inches thick and so i'm like this thing's gonna break the moment i step on <laughs> And I'm holding on for dear life. I'm trying to like keep my balance like one foot after the other. And at one point, my, my foot like slips off to the left and like I catch my balance. But like, I'm like, guys, I can't do this. I can't do this anymore. I cannot do this. Mm-hmm. And so I remember yeah. I got, they like pulled up this like safety net. 
that is to help people to get off. And so as I'm going on there, the most helpless I've ever felt in my life, <laughs> I am going down and I get my foot like slips through the net. So I'm just like dangling on this thing yeah. using all of my upper body strength, which at the time was not much. Right. And I'm like trying to stay pulling up on this thing. And I remember looking over to CJ and like, you're laughing, having a good time because you think it's all funny and stuff and whatnot. Well, I mean, understandable. I wasn't even, I don't think I was focused on you at the time. Yeah. I was, you know, I had to focus on myself and not making, you know, similar catastrophic mistakes. Absolutely. But, but at one point I remember looking into your eyes and it, being dead serious and saying, I am not kidding. This is not funny. <laughs> this is not a joke. Please help me up. <laughs> And you were like, and, How, what can and I what do? did I do? You, you just kept going. I'm like, of course. I don't know what to do, man. I'm sorry. Like, what can I do? I'm like, no, no this isn't funny. This isn't it's funny. Like it's, it's my bachelor party. I'm not helping you. Like, exactly. <laughs> it was one of the most terrifying, uh, most helpless moments of my life. Man. And that's wow. I'm I'm sorry that that's that's how you felt in that moment. That that is that's tough. But on the bright side, on the bright side, I got pictures on the very last zip line. I got. Yeah. Really cool pictures of all the guys coming down. You sure did. You sure did. You were you were the yeah, you were dubbed the photographer for the rest of uh, the adventure. Yeah. And so you really came through for us. So thank you for that. If if I didn't thank you back then, I'm thanking you now. Yeah. It only took four years, but I'll accept it. Right. I'll okay. accept it. Great. Um Yeah. But yeah. Man. Well, yeah, I'm sorry your experience wasn't as uh well, it, it probably was just as memorable, but memorable for different reasons than than some of us. Oh, absolutely, and that's maybe okay. maybe even more memorable, honestly, because I don't I don't remember some of those things that you just shared with me. So, um, but granted, they they weren't really happening to me. So maybe that's maybe that's part of it. I was so scared. <laughs> <laughs> Look at you now. You you made it. You survived. Four years later, you're you're doing well. I genuinely, at one point though, thought I'm going to just drop. <laughs> like 40 feet from the air. Yeah. I mean, there's a reason they make you sign a waiver and that, that's yeah. the main reason. Yeah. When the guy's buckling you up, there's a reason you shouldn't do it. And the reason is him asking you to suck it in. <laughs> the moment he says, suck it in real quick. He should, he should really be questioning himself in that moment. Yeah. It, it's over. It's over. He, he's like, am I, am I really going to put this guy in danger? Like I know, I know I shouldn't, but I also, I also wanted him to try to have a good time. They need a scale. Honestly, the what shame is worse? Being rejected at the time or <laughs> being rejected while you are dangling in fear of your life. Right. For getting you through that one. Amen. I think that leads us into Hope's question. She had two yes. questions. Okay. So let's make the first one quick. Yeah. I'm ready. Favorite form of potato. Oh, wait. Yeah. Okay. This was the one... I, I was thinking of the other one, um, but no, I'm glad I'm glad we started with this one. I forgot this was your other question. Um, I swear, if you say Loops French fries, it's <laughs> cut the pot right now. Cut me off. Yeah, it'll end. It'll end. It'll end. Okay, I won't say that then. Um, man, I'm tempted to say tots. Interesting. Partially because that's Tay's nickname, and I just think it's funny. Yeah. Um, but but the taste of actual tater tots, I'm not. It, it's not my favorite. Um, yeah, so flaky. I feel like you, I'm not going to let you say that. Yeah, so I won't. Okay. Um, That's insane. You almost I'm, picked a favorite kind of potato because of a kind of nickname. Yeah, but I didn't. But I didn't. I restrained myself. Yeah. I would say, I think I'd have to say, I mean, generally fry, more specifically waffle fry. 
More specifically. Chick-fil-A. Uh, no. No. Sorry. Sorry. Tell me. So there's this brand from Kroger. Well, it's not a Kroger brand, but I get it at Kroger. It's called uh, Alexa or Alexia. I think it's A-L-E-X-I-A or just A. I don't know. It's either Amazon Alexa or Alexia something. Regardless, they have um, both you know normal normal potatoes and sweet potatoes in waffle fry form with some seasoning on them. It's just a frozen bag of potatoes, but um, it always complements you know a burger or a sausage or a steak really well. Interesting. So I'd say that's that's my favorite form of potato. Again, fry, waffle fry, Alexia fry from the grocery store. Not a sponsor. <laughs> not yet but you not yet. not yet not yet we're open to it um <laughs> do you have a favorite mcu movie so i'll be honest before uh before hope's episode i couldn't have told you what mcu was at least the acronym yeah. of it um also the question may have been marvel movie and i could just be wrong in asking the question yeah but i well so that's what i thought that meant i thought that is that is that beyond is mcu beyond marvel is it more than marvel marvel is beyond mcu Oh, gosh. Okay. So it's like the MCU, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, is like a series of movies. That's a subset of Marvel. Yeah. Like Marvel movies have existed before the MCU. Okay. Also, like the X-Men movies, like they are Marvel properties, but they weren't a part of the bigger story that is the MCU. Right. But now that Disney acquired Fox. Disney basically owns all entertainment. Yeah. Yeah. Deadpool 3 is going to be a part of the mcu now okay yeah well i heard if i didn't have a favorite marvel movie that it would have to be my favorite sports movie well if it would go to dc but i want to skip dc right okay so yeah i will i mean i wouldn't choose dc either so it goes from marvel to sports and then if i don't have a favorite sports movie the podcast is canceled so correct i'm pretty tempted to just not give a favorite to either of those categories i would not blame you <laughs> Okay, well, I guess this is it then for you and me, more so you. It's nice knowing you. Hey, guys, Lucas signing off. <laughs> and sorry I had to end this way. It was such a dud of a dud of a podcast, but it's how it goes sometimes. I mean, not all series can end on a high note like like The Office or Parks and Rec, so. Amen. All right, well, I'll I'll be real because I want this to continue for, for everyone's sake. So um, I would say, I mean, Hope, Hope basically gave us the entire list. As, as you did too when she gave her ranking. So I have a good inventory to go off of here. I would say either the first Black Panther or the first Iron Man are, are my top two. Interesting. Favorite sports movie? Oh, we're going there. Okay. I just want to set the record straight that I'm not 38. I'm not even 30 yet. So yeah. But October 21st. Wow. Wow. Some friend you are. I knew you weren't an actual friend. Is it not? No, you did it. You, it's not. No, it's not. Is it the 22nd? It is. Yes. Oh, that doesn't count. My that, goodness. That hardly counts. Oh, uh, wow. Uh, I'm going to edit that out. no that definitely stays people need to people need to understand my my concerns at the beginning of the pod when i when i questioned you know your friendship for me so now they have a, a better idea someone's birthday is on the 21st i mean for sure some somebody's definitely is you're right first the 20th oh mason his is the 21st wait we go back to back to back like three days in a row it's it's Ferd's, mason's then my birthday really 
Yeah. I didn't know that. Man. Yeah. And you send them cards or anything? Because I've never gotten a card from you once for my Ooh, birthday. I, so I wouldn't I wouldn't expect one this year or ever again. Okay. All right. Well, I appreciate you setting the expectation up front so I don't have my hopes up on October twenty first every year waiting for waiting for that card. Yeah. Wait, so it is October twenty first. No, I'm just saying I'm just saying the night before, like kinda like Christmas Eve, you know, like I, my hopes are up Christmas Eve in anticipation of of all the gifts I asked for. And just like on, you know, for my birthday, birthday eve, yeah. I'm anticipating a card from Lucas, but now I know to not not include that in my, you know, my birthday wishes or requests or expectations. Here's the issue. Do you know my birthday? <laughs> uh-huh. <clears throat> what was the question? Wow. <laughs> February. Uh, February. Right? I mean, yeah, that's when Shark Party is. Yeah, I've been in this like every year. It's February twelfth. You looked it up on Facebook right now, didn't you? I did not. I swear to God, I did not. I swear. Is that right? Yeah, you're right. It's right. Boom. I'm a better friend. I knew it. Yep. Hold on. Yeah. Now the people. Now the people are convinced of it too. So. Yeah. Now the record shows. Yep. I questioned it for a second, but at least I got it on my first guess. Yeah. Yeah, so, you looked up. Am I in your calendar? You you are in my calendar, but I did not look. You're actually on our. We have a physical calendar with all our friends' birthdays, and yeah, you made you did make the cut there. Uh, I'm sure if you had a calendar of birthdays, I would not have made the cut. So, um, just a, just another another reason. The only calendar I have on my desk is an ESPN calendar that starts off January first, twenty twenty one. And okay. it goes through like December yeah. of 2021. And there's a trivia fact on each. Of course, page there is. Yeah. I've never ripped it off. Wow. Trivia. Penn State appeared in its first ever college football bowl game, the Rose Bowl, on January 1st, 1923, <laughs> but lost 14 to 3 to which team? Do you know this? Uh, I mean, probably USC. That's correct. Yeah. Okay. Sign me up for your next trivia team. Let's go. I'll Let's do this. Log in virtually. Oh, uh, give me a sports movie, Rudy. Any like any sports movie. Uh, draft day. One. Draft day. Oh come on! Yes. <laughs> that movie. Is... Chadwick Boseman in an Ohio Dude, State football I for... jersey. Yeah, I forgot yeah, that. Wow. Was prime. I forgot that was Chadwick. That's awesome. Um, the Browns. The Browns the drafting an Ohio State player is, yeah, you know. Anyways, um, that's not my favorite. It is cool to see that a number of sports movies have actually been kind of centered on Cleveland sports. Uh, you know, Major League, Draft Day. That might be it, but that's two. It's more than most cities can say. So, I'll do a third one. Go ahead, please do. Yep. What is it? You'll be in it. You'll be. In oh, it. you're saying you're gonna make it? Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah. You gotta do one on the Cavs then. Yeah, exactly. Okay. It'll be, right. it'll, yeah, it'll be like the land. Yeah. Bleed wine, crave gold. Oh, whoa. Yeah. I'm still there from like an old forum page, but. Oh, that's too bad. I thought that was original. I was like, dang, that was witty and really good. But I should have known. I should have known you stole it from somewhere, just like you stole the title of your, your podcast. But that's for another. Another episode. Yeah, it's maybe. probably not trademarked though, so we're fine. That's great, kid. Um, yeah, I don't know. Favorite of all time. That's tough. Does Forrest Gump count? I've never seen it, so I wouldn't know. You've got to be kidding me. Are you serious? You've never seen Forrest Gump? 
Yeah, I've, I've never seen Forrest Gump. I mean, I don't know how you went to like film school without seeing Forrest Gump. So maybe they should uh, revoke your degree. Yeah. Hey, just here. Here's this paperback. Didn't help much anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um, well, if you would consider Forrest Gump a sports movie, that's up there. Forrest Gump, since you haven't seen the movie, played in the movie, played football at Alabama. Uh, it's so much. It's so oh, spoiler alert. Yeah, it's definitely not because literally every other person in the world has seen Forrest Gump. So just a spoiler for you, but he's so much more than a football player. He's a ping pong player. Uh, he's a military man. He's a runner. He basically runs across the entire country just because he wanted to. He is an inspiration and an icon. He's an American hero. Truly. That should have been your answer for you. Who is your hero? You you really dropped the ball there. Yeah. So, yeah, Forrest Gump would probably be my sports movie. And if you say it's not a sports movie, then you're wrong. You might be right. But, yeah. You've listed off all, like, 14 of them. So... <laughs> I think that does cover most of them. I mean, you mentioned Blindside in the last episode. That's a good one. I, I remember that um, evoking, you know, some some teary eyes. So that was a good one. Um, what else? I don't know. We don't have, we don't have to spend our time continuing to talk about this. I gave you yeah, like two cents. Yeah. You know what we should do? You should give me a question for the next guest. Wow. Okay, so this was one thing that I did not prepare for. There were, I guess, probably multiple things I didn't prepare for, but this was one I really gave no consideration to. So, yeah, so let's, uh, let me let me sit on that one for a second. Um, yeah. If you, next guess, were stranded on an island with the host of this podcast, Lucas Abreu, what is the one item that you would need to, I was just going to say survive, but I want to take it a little further than that. I don't know. Um, to thrive. No, not even to thrive. Well, no, because who's really going to thrive in that situation? But Me. Hang on. I'm going to reframe the entire question in a second. I'm, I'm working it out on the fly here. Okay. You asking Google? No, 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 no. I'm asking my, my inner self. Mm, sure. Oh, this is hard. Um, Okay. Yeah. If you, next guest, were stranded on an island with podcast host Lucas Abreu and no form of communication, what one item would you need to outlast Lucas on the island? How about that? Wow. That's, um, yeah. (laughs) On that note, give me a number, any number, on a scale from one to 10. Yeah. How would you rate your experience on the podcast? Do you want me to be nice or do you want me to be honest? I want you to be uh, honest. Are you sure? You hesitated. Yeah. I just, I want, okay. I want you to be sure that you can handle my my feedback. Yep. <sighs> okay. I would give it a, this is just my personal experience with the time we've had in the last hour and a half. Well, it won't be an hour and a half. It's been two hours. Damn, has it really? <laughs> Time flies. Okay. Wow. Well, based on that alone, I mean, I'd say at least a nine. I mean, I agree. Really? Some technical difficulties, but not that it's not a place to to share, but. Right. 
Wow. I mean, I'd say, yeah, let's go with a nine because I'm guest number nine. That feels fitting, but it's also, yeah, it's also in line with how I feel about the experience. And I mean, we chatted for two hours, which, you know, that alone was great. We haven't chatted in, in a little bit of time, so it was good to catch up. And, you know, I think, I think when, when time goes fast, you know, usually you're having, you're having a good time. And that was the case here. Time flew the last couple hours because we were just enjoying each other's presence and company and catching up. So can't ask for much more than that. Um, I guess I could ask a little more since I gave it a nine and not a 10. Yeah. Maybe there's a couple gaps that could be filled. Um, I'll leave that for you to decipher though. Yeah. I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. <laughs> Good. You got plenty of time. You've got hundreds of episodes, you know, in the next couple of years. So exactly. You'll iron out the kinks as you go. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, I think that's, I think that's it for tonight. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks for reluctantly having me on. Oh, please. <laughs> you have no idea. <laughs> All right. Yep. Mm-hmm. Anything else? Any other thoughts? I think that's it. It's a good time. It's a time I wish I was your mouth right there. Yeah, not the first time you've wished that though. <laughs> yeah, it's about the about the third time I'd say. Yeah, I mean, we, won't, we won't go into the other two times, but yeah, it's the third time. Yeah.